the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host here. Hope you're having a great day. Um, the last couple of shows, I've tried to just focus on some fun things because, well, the world is burning and uh, you get enough of that all the time. So I just wanted to focus on hunting and, and some great stories. We had Lou Misterly on. He had a great you know, just love having him on. I don't get to hear from him enough, but uh, had him on. We talked about hunting. We talked about some other fun stuff. Uh, last year, we, or last week, we talked about gear, some great ideas for Christmas. But we have to come back and do the heavy lifting again. So at this point in time, we're going to be talking about some serious issues and some fun issues, but mostly serious issues here. And so I have to bring the adult on the show uh, because I'm just screw around all the time, but I actually have the guy with the facts, the guy who's out there fighting in the trenches all the time. And he's an amazing man and, and tirelessly working on our behalf for the second amendment. And that's Dr. Rick Travis, doctor of, uh, he's the doctor of director of development for the California rifle and pistol association. Those of you who've heard him, he's subbed for me many times on the show. I've had him on, I don't know how many times, but, uh, he's an absolute tireless, great worker, defender of our second amendment rights here in the people's Republic of occupied California. Rick, thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you for having me on as always. It's a pleasure. But, you know, we've had, I would say if I said 2020 was a bizarre year, it might be an understatement. I mean, I was all excited about the murder hornets, but they kind of fizzled out. I thought, man, this is really cool. We could, you know, this is awesome. <laughs> Finally, you know, it's it's like flying zombies and uh, this could be fun, but they were nothing, right? Uh, the coronavirus thing, it's like, whatever. Nobody's morphing into zombies. I don't know. It's just... It's a very disappointing year. And then if you talk about what's happening in Washington and the theft and uh, of our electoral process, I think that that is very, very maddening. What are your thoughts? 2020 in a nutshell. You have 20 seconds. Go. 2020 in a nutshell. 20 seconds. 
Uh, yeah, it's a year from hell. Um, I've often felt like I was uh, trying to play football without a football on Dante's Inferno. So that's pretty much what this has been. I mean, normally I think as a Californian, I'm probably a bit cocky like all Californians. We deal really well with shaky ground, being that we're an earthquake country. But this has literally been like flour in a sifter and a paint shaker. I mean, just the ground has moved so much in the past 10 months. And it looks like it's not going to let up going into 21 because we have government agencies that are not going to be meeting or doing anything through the end of June. Uh, we have a legislature that's not reconvening until late January, mid-February, but they're still playing games in the background. Um, this is just, it's a very difficult time. It's a difficult time to bring the pressure that we need to be bring to be able to defend our rights. And it's a difficult time connecting to people and building community and maintaining that community. Well, give us a, a couple of victories you've had this year, besides yeah. shooting murder hornets with that uh, blunder bus behind you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, didn't get to do that. Um, you know, personally, I got to go out and get some hunting done and uh, got two turkeys this year. So that was good on a personal level. But on a CRPA and Second Amendment level, we've had several victories. If you look at the Ninth Circuit, um, you know, in this last year of, of Trump appointing people, we were able to get a lot more judges appointed that are conservative leading. We saw the Supreme Court move 5-4 in our favor firmly in our favor. So those are all big victories on a national and now, local regional level. Now, when you say on our favor, okay, it's not just like our favor, but these are, these are people who are going to interpret the law and they're set up to do it actually as the law is written, not on what they want it to be or project right. it to be or what's popular at the day. So it's extremely important because as we've noticed in this last election, you know, if rules and laws are just ignored, you've got mayhem. And so it's amazing that we that President Trump did appoint so many people. What's really amazing is Mitch McConnell actually did something. That's that, that to me is, you know, sponge, sponge chin square pants got off the dime and actually appointed judges. Uh, that that was amazing to actually see action from that guy. But um, obviously, I'm a big fan. So. You know, it's nice that we have that. That's kind of set us up. Hopefully he doesn't leave any open vacancies going into this next year. Mm -hmm. So and I think one of the things that, to make sure everybody understands, the difference on justices is those who are originalists, which is, as you said uh, pretty eloquently, are the people that actually interpret the Constitution as it was written. The rest of them are like your, your kids when they're in junior high and try to take the statement, you're restricted and you can't go out of the house to mean that they can go to Disneyland, you know, because they're junior high kids and they, they make it say what they want to say, even though that's not what you as the parents said. So um, we don't need those kinds of justices. They're not good for anything. I think uh, the news bears out when those justices prevail of just how bad society gets for everybody. And so uh, moving forward, the, the other things that we've seen is uh, COVID for whatever it is or isn't, depending on the viewers or, or listeners' uh, mindset, one of the things that has been in my book is a magnifying glass. And that magnifying glass was shown throughout California and the rest of the country over, do you need a firearm or do you not need a firearm for self-protection? And in this state, we saw well over, according to DOJ, 800,000 new, never owned a firearm purchased since March. And when you look at those numbers and you break down who those people are that are purchasing them, 
this is a huge growth spurt in California. So we've talked many times, you know, Phil, about our base and who that is. Our base has got an, a big shot on the arm, got much bigger, but it also is a group that we didn't traditionally have uh, a good representation in this space, and they are very motivated. And when I say that, we know that 30% of them are already seeking CCW permits. And if you look at our normal base, that number is not that high. Yeah, and because most people didn't think they could get them. So it's kind of a, a newer thing on that. The other uh, thing we've noticed is these 800,000 people showing up saying, I want to buy a, a Shield 9mm. Uh, there's been a little bit of shortages. Yeah. you want to address that at all? Maybe sure. slightly? So um, it's not funny, as you know, and we've talked about this before, too. We have so many people in our community that love to pontificate, spread rumors, come up with all sorts of different theories. And, and that's fun, but I want to kill a couple of those. So one of the theories is there's, there's some government or third-party cabal designed to not let us have firearms, which is true. They're called the Assembly and the Senate here in California, but it is not the manufacturers. The manufacturers are cranking out firearms at the highest level they ever have. The problem we have is the demand for those firearms has exponentially risen. And so we've sold more firearms nationwide in 10 months than we had in the previous six years combined. And that's from the National Shooting Sports Foundation. So so what about California now? You know, so let's just take Glock, for instance. What do they have? 17, I don't know, 20 different models that they have out right. there. And we can have, what, six? Correct. Yeah. So of all the, the different guns that they're generating out there because of this stupid law. Uh, what's the name of that law again? <laughs> that'd be the roster oh the roster which so, by the way right crpa is launching a major lawsuit this next week to break the roster we've got several firearms manufacturers who are going to be the plaintiffs on that and so we're busting that roster up it's about time you know it, it's amazing because we've been stuck in time only available to get semi-automatics that were designed eight or ten years ago and and the new features that they have the safety features we can't have any of those um and here in california point, because people people have said over the past week as we've made this announcement of what took you so long well what took us so long is had we done this exact same case with the exact same plaintiffs just a year ago we would have been adding to the anti's treasure trove of precedences against us because at that point you would have had a Ninth Circuit that would have totally sided with the government. That's not the case now. We now have the ducks in a row to line up on our side, and that's what we had to wait for. So a lot of times I'm just as frustrated as the next person because I want to be able to purchase some different firearms that I can't because of that roster. Now's the time that we can break it open and go for it, and that's what we're doing. You know, that's that's one of the things that uh, is important that we take a look at that is the um, the people who are saying, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? We talk about it a lot. And folks, there is nothing wrong with you deciding to get your own thing going. It's better that you get in line and support the people who are doing this heavy lifting because they have that expertise. But on it, don't sit around and say, why isn't the NRA? Why isn't the CRPA doing this? What about, look. Get up, get in the fight. This is your fight. This isn't Rick's fight every day. It's not 
a Phil's fight every day. This is your fight as a citizen legislator, as a citizen of the United States, even as a citizen in the People's Republic of Occupied California. It is absolutely your responsibility to get involved, stay engaged, and get in the fight. We'll be right back after this. AM 590, the answer. I wonder if this Christmas they'll begin to This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, every week, every single week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation revolves around zombies, firearms, huntings, gun rights, and all the great things afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights is our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're an arm for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. You head on down to Bullseye Sports, see what's left, all right? You've waited a little bit long here. See what's left. Get what you can. We're going to talk about different options coming up. And get yourself trained because the safe and efficient use of your firearm is almost as important as having a firearm. Check them out at bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211. Visit their their website, bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com for all the podcasts. Also, we're making a big move over to Parler uh, because why? Well, Facebook really, 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 really sucks. They are just getting so ridiculous. We don't want to give them any more power to control anything on that. So we're going to be moving over to Parler. This, this podcast, the, the video and everything with Rick's two turkeys in the background there, that's going to be on Parler under Firing Line Radio Show, so or Firing Line Radio, actually. Firing Line Radio. So check it out. I'll be posting links on our website, uh, not our website, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, directing you over there. But let's just get moving. And the only way to fight the masters of the universe is not engage on their platform. So um, all the conservative people are moving over there. Uh, as far as talk radio is concerned, I think the Second Amendment crowd, we might as well move over there because Facebook is not our friend. Right. They simply aren't. Um, and besides that, the guy that owns the thing, you know, Zucker, whatever, he's got no eyebrows. I just you never can trust anybody without eyebrows. It's just it's not right. You look at him and it's almost like a mannequin face. It's just you can't go there. It just 
it's not, it's not trustworthy. Anyway, speaking about trustworthy, I have Rick Travis. Rick Travis, the Director of Development, Doctor of Development at the California Rifle and Pistol Association, he, CRPA.org. Now, Director of Development has certain responsibilities, and you, as a Second Amendment crowd, have certain duties. Those combine here at the end of the year because as you're looking for tax deductions at the end of this year, the CRPA has a 501c3 arm that will take all your money. You can either give half of it to Gavin Newsom and whatever the new uh, president's going to be, uh, uh, or you can give it to the California Rifle and Pistol Association so they can continue the fight. So I want you to check them out, crpa.org. If you have stocks, bonds, anything you want to give, um, they have avenues to help you with that. Um, They need money. And why do they need money? Because they're fighting your fight. We just heard this last segment that they're picking up the roster lawsuit. Now, a lawsuit, they're, they're all stupidly expensive. But this one is probably going to go to the Supreme Court is going to be a million to $5 million in total expense, maybe even more than that, but I hope not. It's going to be that kind of money that they have to raise just to fight this one stupid law here in California. Rick, you want to talk on that a bit? Yeah. So in finding out, you're right. It's going to be well over a million dollars by the time we get to the Supreme Court. We're working on fast tracking that as quickly as we can. We're being and that's and that's and that's with using these guys on a you know the budget hourly rate. Yeah, we got volume and, discount. And that's and that's why I think you're you're really right. If we were using some of the attorneys that some of the other groups have used, it would probably be a five to seven million dollar case. But because the attorneys we're using, and because they're in this fight, like I am, none of us are making a ton of money off of anything. Um, we are are literally doing this on a shoestring budget, but we are getting it done. We are outnumbered um, financially, usually by the antis across the different spectrums that we'll talk about today, anywhere from 50 to 100 to 1. And when you look at our record of being able to defeat them, slow them down, stop them, and turn things around, it's incredible what we're able to do with the little bit of money we have. But this is a fight, and uh, I think there is definitely some energy on the left side that they feel that they have uh, pulled the, the hood over everybody's eyes and, and got the person they wanted into the office of the White House. And we still have some time to see what really comes down out of the court systems on this. But um, we're going to be pushing back with everything we have, fighting back on every single avenue we can. So another way that uh, you raise some funds, sometimes you do fundraisers, sometimes you do certain events, but January 9th, you've got an event coming up. Yeah, we have a pheasant hunt fundraiser and and thank you for that segue. So one of the things I want to make really clear to our listeners is a lot of groups raise money and then they take that money into different things. And sometimes it's for this program, that program, whatever. When we raise money, all the money we raise from like what you just said, goes specifically to litigation and legislation, period. When it comes to the monies that I'm in charge of raising for youth programs and everything else, it's little fundraiser events like this. That's where that money comes from. And uh, I'll talk about 2020 in a minute, but this pheasant hunt fundraiser is being held for Central and Southern California out at Lone Pine. Sean Ponce, who runs that, does a wonderful job. He has found all sorts of creative ways through COVID to make it happen. People that 
don't want to wear a mask and feel comfortable that way, you're fine. Well, People but, but, that are, but you need to talk about that because it is very, very difficult to put those tiny masks on the pheasants. I mean, they don't hold still that well. And then if you use a staple gun, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, and then there's the dogs, and the dogs can never work that that mask as they're trying to pick up the bird. They get their tongue against like, it. They look like Joe yeah. Biden licking tapioca off the inside of his mask. Yeah, you know, my lab hates it because it's like cotton doesn't taste as good as feathers. So anyway, um, <laughs> but one of the things that we do with this pheasant hunt fundraiser is all the money that we raise from that goes into youth shooting sports. And that is important on every year, but it has never been more important than it is right now. And one of the things that people weren't following this last few months is we ended up not with just one school year, but two school years being completely wiped out when it came to competitive shooting sports. And as a former collegiate coach of a debate team, I understand that you have your juniors and seniors that become the internal leadership core for your incoming freshmen and sophomores. That's been lost statewide. More importantly, what was lost, Phil, was this last summer, a lot of us think of like maybe Boy Scouts or maybe 4-H or maybe JROTC, but we don't think about also every Christian camp, Catholic camp, um, Jewish camp, et cetera, that we have first contact with about 600,000 youth every year in California through summer camp programs. That was all lost this year. We didn't get that. And that is the next generation of 2A supporters that comes up. That is where those youth and many of their family members for the first time get to learn about firearm safety, what firearms are for, their Second Amendment. Um, it's amazing the, the lift that happens in literally 10 weeks every summer. Right. And, you know, think about the boys, the Boy Scouts, right? Everybody got their uh, BB gun shooting badge or whatever, the shooting badge. Rifle, shotgun, so, powder. So many, so many kids get exposed to the shooting sports through that. And, well, well, even up in, in you know, the neck of the woods where your station is, there's a, a Christian camp called Forest Home, and they do shotgun and BB gun up there. And they normally process about 60,000 kids in the Inland Empire. None of those kids went to camp because they were yeah. closed down. And that's just one camp. And you got him, Lake, up in the Sequoias, I mean, all across the board. So the, the net result is we have a lot of programs that got canceled, a lot of pheasant hunts, a lot of turkey hunts, everything else because of COVID. And CRPA is pushing back hard. So this is a time for use adults to come out, have a good time, build the community. You know, we've got some really nice shotguns that we're raffling off and stuff like that. And again, all the proceeds will only go one place and that's to support youth programs. Bring your dogs and your money. That's going to be genuine. And crpa.org is where you get the information for that. Correct. And I will actually be out there. So if you want to yell at me or hunt with me, I'll be there. Or both. Yeah. Don't, don't yell at him. Don't yell at him. This guy works his tail off on our behalf. So thank him as you get on out there. That's going to be January 9th at the Lone Pine Pheasant Club, I believe, right? right. A couple hours north of here. So anyway, folks, we want to make sure that you get involved in that crpa.org. Also, as I announced earlier, we're making our move off of Facebook. It's just kind of dwindling. I, I see how they're throttling back our page anyway. Uh, we're going to parlor. So at hashtag or at sign uh, firing line radio over at parlor. You'll find us there. I'm going to be making more and more of our posts on that area. It's a brand new platform. Well, new to us anyway. So check it out uh, over at parlor. 
It's where our Facebook page, our group page is going to move to. So we'll be continuing announcing that. And um, January 9th, Lone Pine Pheasant Club, head on out there. You know what? If you can't make it for whatever reason, just send, a, send some money to the CRPA this year. Get off your butt. Get out your checkbook. Make a donation. CRPA.org is the best way to do that. And give them the support because of all the support they're doing for us. Now, Rick is too nice to, to ask you for it. I'm going to ask you for it. Send them some money so, you know, you can get a haircut. Folks, Philip Name and Fireland Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com for all the podcasts. And uh, we're doing a little visual recording here for this uh, this particular podcast, and it will be on Parlor, P-A-R-L-E-R, Parlor, under Firing Line Radio. And the guest on this show, in case you're just showing up, which I don't know where you've been, but you should have been here since one o'clock. But the guest on this show is Rick Travis, the Doctor of Development over at the California Rifle and Pistol Association. We just talked about how you can help them help you by making some donations this year, crpa.org. You know, Rick, you said we have about 800,000 new firearm owners in the state of California. And uh, a lot of those people are looking for CCWs their first go around and so forth. But they've caused a little bit of a dysfunction in um, my personal supply line. And <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, what we had was we had a lot of people that uh, we now know from our research that tended to be basically in the center, some center left, some center right, but mostly in the center that had been seen on the fence for who knows how long that really hadn't made the decision to buy a firearm. They weren't necessarily for us or against us, but about late March, early April, they started to come out of the network and start to buy firearms. Now, this is at the same time where people like you and myself, Phil, were like, well, maybe I need to add to what I have, buy some more ammo, buy some more parts, et cetera. And as the civil unrest started up, as all the things that we started to see unfold in 2020 happened, um, you know, the runs on toilet paper and everything else, uh, 
these people made runs on firearm stores. And that was also at the time that, you know, I was coming on here and we were trying to keep firearm stores and ranges and training as essential businesses. And sheriffs up and down the state said, yeah, they were essential. I think it was a culmination of those two things that the people on the fence were like, I I believe I need this now. And then when they heard sheriffs fighting that this was essential, especially in times of this type of unprecedented unrest and, and, and shutdowns, they went to their gun stores, stood in lines to purchase. Some things that are interesting about that crowd was um, the majority of them had believed the media rhetoric of there were loopholes. In fact, oh, multiple yeah. FFLs that I went to talk to, and I actually got to see this play out twice in person, where people would literally say, well, can I talk to the manager? And then would whisper, can I, I, just want I the, use the loophole? I just want the gun show loophole. Right. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, People that, you know, while to us it's it's been the normal, this is frustrating, but watching a lot of these people, which was 60% were female, who came up and said, now, wait a second, I just bought the gun, so I own the gun. Correct. But I can't take it home for 10 days. Correct. Or more. Because you have to wait for a background check to make sure you're not a felon. Okay, would you like to buy ammo? Yeah. Wait, second background check? Yep. And they would do it. In five minutes later, they could buy the ammo, and you'd watch these people's faces go, wait, so the ammo background check says I'm not a felon, I can buy ammo, but the gun background check, I have to wait 10, 15, 20. And it was that pause that you could see the gears in their head just melt down, and then they would ask the question, when can I buy another firearm, get those answers? So this 800,000 people on average bought three firearms during the last 10 month period. Right. Except for one thing, and that is they still voted for Joe Biden in California. So they're not getting it. They're just, they're, they're the well, disconnect. What, the gears went fair, like this and then they went. <laughs> well, to be fair on that 800,000, a lot of them did come back, called us, called gunners of California and Sam Paredes and others, and were actively looking at not voting for who they did before. I think we still suffered from a lot of our own people not showing up at the polls once yeah. again. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of singing that song. It's yeah. like you guys, the easiest thing you can do, you know, I mean, yeah. we're not even asking you to fake it and vote, vote the dead people like everybody else does. It's just dude, show up, do that. Right. That's, that's number one thing. And, so, and the fact, yeah, that's, you know, that's a personal pet peeve of mine that we don't get the people involved or no, right. it's not that we don't, they don't. They choose. They choose to kneel and be subservient to Gavin Newsom. All right, that's what you're kneeling at. You're 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 on your knees in front of Gavin Newsom, saying yes, sir, yes, sir. Because why? Because you don't show up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Nope. I, I'm with you. <laughs> um, and he thinks he's king because he goes to the French Laundry. But anyways, uh, so. As a result, I thought, we, I thought the French Laundry is where um, Hunter Biden placed his money. Is that correct? Uh, he could have. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, a lot of weird things happen at the French Laundry. But anyway, um, <laughs> one of the things that I think is is important for everybody to realize is gun manufacturers are producing a lot. But this is a chance for those of us who are engaged, those of us who do believe, as you and I do, Phil, that you got to do something this 800,000 are now flooding our ranges. They're coming in and they want to learn, but they are motivated because they're pissed off. Right. And that is one of the things that, 
instead of looking at somebody and going, oh, they might be a Democrat. Remember, there's great people like Senator Adam Gray, who's a Democrat in the Central Valley, who carries bills constantly for the CRPA and fights for your Second Amendment rights. And so I know a lot of times we bag on people that have, you know, the, the jackass as their symbol for their party. But there are members of that party who fight very, very hard. And so a lot of these people are willing to fight. And you know what? If I've got a center Democrat that's wanting yeah, to fight, they'll, the they'll join the team, have them join the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I was in uh, I was in Laramie earlier this year, uh, October, and then I was in Craig, Colorado, which never go hunting in Craig, Colorado. We'll do a show on that fiasco anyway. Okay. Um, but we did we did several stops at different gun stores from Wyoming, Utah, Nevada, all the way down. Everybody's out. Everybody. This morning, I talked with my friend in uh, in South Carolina. They're trying to sell what was it, a hundred bucks for twenty five rounds of thirty thirty ammo. Right. You know, it's it, he can't find any any paper any uh, powder. I got a magazine from Natchez. You know, Midwest South Shooter Supply. I got my catalog. I open it up and it's got all this powder list. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. I go on the website, zero 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 zero. Right. You know, there there is zero available nationwide when it comes to reloading components and ammunition. And um, just talk a little bit about that. So yeah, that that's been a big conversation. Uh, we met with the National Shooting Sports. Foundation represents all the manufacturers of everything from component parts to, and there are some interesting facts. So number one, um, the manufacturers want to produce more because they are over 3.8 billion with a B in back orders right now. So it's not that they don't want to make that money. They want that money and it's money that's right there. Secondly is right now for them, it's trying to get government to actually be in their offices to approve expanding their warehouses and their their manufacturing sites to have more lines to produce more because they're already manufacturing at full tilt despite all the the things. So go ahead. Primers. Now I've heard different stories, right? You just, everybody's got an option on it, but primers seem to be a real bottleneck here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you have an info on that? Yeah, the primers is because you have government agencies because primers are sensitive. It is a hazardous material. There are there yeah, are safety issues with them when they're being manufactured. And part of the problem is we've got different governors and different people that have people on stay-at-home orders. So those people can't go out. It's the same problem we suffer from in here with wildlife. We've got biologists that have been stuck in their homes for seven months. And so as a result, we can't get out there. So that's a it's connected conversation, but it's separate to this. The other issue we have, and this is the irony. So we have 800,000 in California, but across the country, it's like 5 million new people in the gun industry. Right. So here's what happens. So we're going to have our mythical Dan that is part of, uh, of our guests. And Dan comes and says, I finally decided to buy my first gun guys. We're like, great. And he goes, how many rounds should I have? Now, if we went back 10 years, you and I would probably say, oh, you know what, get 100, 200 rounds, have that at home. But then about three years ago, we would have said, no, you probably should have like 2,000 rounds. Well, now that number fluctuates from 10 to 20,000 rounds. So you have all these new people that have friends who have said you need to have five or six firearms and you need to have this many rounds in a secondary safe for all that. So if you look, it's hard to find gun safes now because they're selling out. 
it's hard to find ammunition because now these people all want more ammunition and they all want more firearms. And now we're seeing firearms even like try to go find a 30 caliber air gun and get it delivered even at a thousand dollars because people are making runs on air guns. And the last part of this that I'll close on was that, you know, talking with the guys out at um, Brunel's, they said they have people calling in and say, okay, you don't have anything for me. What parts do you have left? And they buy $500,000 worth of those parts to trade during the zombie apocalypse, which is why we're short on parts. Unbelievable. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on Parlor, P-A-R-L-A-R, at Firing Line Radio. This is uh, here with Rick Travis. We're talking about our life experience in the 2020 and everything we have going on. We have some good announcements coming up this next segment. So hang on for that because it does get better. FiringLineRadio.com. Hi, folks. Philip Neyman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. Folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on Parler, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, at Firing Line Radio. And uh, so we've talked about 2020, you know, the lack of murder hornets. I mean, I, I got some nice, I got my improved skeet choke out. I thought this would really be fun, but no no murder hornets, no zombies, you know, just just warnings about them. Everybody's got masks, but they got no zombies, no murder hornets, uh, but uh, and no ammunition anyway. So, <laughs> so we, we've uh, been fighting through this year here, but we're going to close it on a good end here. And that's some of the things that we have planned. Now, Rick told you about January 9th, there's going to be the pheasant hunt out there in Lone Pine. That's going to be a fundraiser. So understand that's what you're going there for. Yes, you get a great pheasant hunt. Leave some money on the table to fight the good cause going forward the next year. Then on the 23rd, we're just talking about this. We want to put together a beginning big game hunters seminar. Okay, I've done several of these. Uh, I enjoy teaching because it's just it's nice to to have a nice crowd and give them some information that's going to save them about five or six years of wandering through the wilderness looking for water sources or something like that. It just it can save you a lot of time um, 
we're going to have, uh, this will be at the Fullerton facility for the California Rifle Pistol Association. They've got a great teaching facility out there. Uh, there will be a donation for the CRPA. Uh, but I want to make sure everybody pre-registers for that. So that's going to be on the 23rd. There'll be more to come on that, but we're just going to announce that here as we're just started putting it together about five minutes ago. So uh, we want to make sure that that's available also. Um, those of you who are on our Facebook page and on the parlor page, I made an announcement earlier this week. I'm going to be doing some weekly video podcasts, kind of a, a goal of mine. And Rick, I've decided this year, since I'm not getting any younger, um, you know, I look at the side of my hair here and I'm leaking titanium. I don't know why, but uh, I'm almost a blonde at this point. But I've decided I'm going to bite the bullet and do a doll sheep hunt this year. Okay. Wow. So at age 56, at 235 pounds, um, I need to do a lot of work between here and there. And so what I'm going to do is a weekly podcast, kind of an update of progress, uh, doing gear reviews, doing physical reviews of what's going on. I'm not Cameron Haynes. I get that. But, um, also the, the shooting and stuff. And one of the things that's come into this, because I made a phone call this morning to my buddy, Kelly McMillan, asking for a favor, said, Hey, Kelly, how fast can I get a new stock? <laughs> he laughed just like that um you know everybody is back ordered and back ordered big time so uh i was thinking you know what rifle do i want to bring on this doll sheep hunt and my favorite rifle has been my original which was a winchester model 70 and 270 it's it's now a 270 hackley i thought but, you were um, your blaster from star wars yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got my Nerf gun from Santa. Um, but, but um, you know, I, I wanted to, to do some upgrades to it, right? So I wanted to get the new McMillan stock on there, the Game Warden stock. And uh, I called him up and he's like, well, it's four to six months of production. I mean, that's, that's a great problem to have, but everything we're going to be doing this next year. So think about this, guys. If you want something for next season, you'd better get it ordered now. Right. and get into the work on that. So I've got that's lined up. Uh, Proof Research Barrels, you know, they're a product sponsor here. So I called them the other day. They finally, finally came out with a Fast Twist 270. So now i got to try and track one of those down. So, uh, you know, and it's a 24-inch barrel, carbon fiber. Um, there's only two places that have them, Stocky Stocks and then Extreme Ballistics in Texas. So, <laughs> after this i'm on the phone trying to track down one of those because that's be the first chance to get it in january as opposed to waiting six or eight months for that so if you if you're planning on setting something up for this next year planning is the key you need to start now you know if you want to hunt with us in in laramie wyoming next year hey january is when you have to put in for your oak tag mm -hmm. uh i called another outfitter in laramie trying to get a, a group together and he's like well you need six points to hunt elk in our area six. So you have to wait for six years to hunt that one hunt. Um, and he's booked out for three years anyway. So, you know, there's a lot of things. If you want to get into this, you need to get in the game now and line things up. Uh, mm -hmm. Fortunately in California, I have max points on just about everything because California hates me. I don't know. I got max points on deer, max points on bighorn sheep. So one day when I'm 116, I'll actually get to draw something. But um, how about you? What do you have planned for this year, Rick? 
So I'm going to try to go do some deer hunting. I have a friend that just brought property up in northern Arizona, and uh, we went and scouted it and got to see some elk on the property, which made me go, that could be an opportunity. Um, so I'm looking at doing that. And then uh, my dad turns 83 this year, and so we are going to do an exotic hunt in Texas up there in the hill country. And so uh, – that's going to be fun because we've got to do a couple of those hunts together over our lifetime um, of different things. And uh, he's a crusty Marine. And uh, so it's always fun going out with him and, and hearing him make comments at everything around us. So uh, <laughs> it's always sheer entertainment. Um, kind of brings back that whole idea of Thomas Jefferson. Sometimes it's a hunt. Sometimes it's a walk with your gun, but when it's a walk with your old man, that's just an incredible moment. So, and um, I'm going to take my youngest son with us. So. That's that's what we're planning. That's fantastic. I, I think also I'll try and throw in a uh, maybe in the month of May. I like to hunt pigs in May. It's just a pretty time of year. Uh, yeah. We might do a, a Paso Robles pig hunt. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, I think we've got the, the right guy this year. We've hunted with him before. Um, our last pig hunt, we had to had to get rid of that guy. So yeah, never never go with him. Um, if you want to know who, just PM me. I'll tell you later. But. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of people up there you should stay away from. So we'll do that in May. Uh, we also have the long range courses like Avenal. Avenal is the one I was alluding to earlier. I want to do their shoot in January, February, March. Um, there's going to be some great opportunities to really practice long range shooting. If I get to go do this doll sheep hunt, you know, you're pretty much going to be looking at some long range shooting. And it's, yeah. it's Yes, I do it, but yes, I need to continue practicing it. I think all of us have to realize that shooting is a depreciating sport. And anytime you can do a PRS match or uh, even IDPA, I mean, all of that good trigger time is is what we need to stay involved with. I think a lot of it, too, is, I mean, like you, um, you know, I'm not in my 60s yet, but I am realizing I have to do a lot more hiking. And so I've been doing a lot more, like going up Mount Wilson, different places, um, and getting up some of those steep elevation climbs in one day, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of times that's something you confront in hunting. And I'm also, you know, daily walking four to five miles with a backpack on just to get my body in shape and keep it in shape because that was easy when I was in my 20s. Not as easy now <laughs> as it was back then. Um, I mean, we're almost in a couple of 20s, a couple of 20s yeah. and a 10, and we still have change to go. Right. And so, uh, that's one of those things that, you know, I'm trying to work with and, and trying to do. Got to go up and spend some good time with uh, Roy Griffith, our lobbyist, mm-hmm. uh, last month. And we went out in the backcountry, some beautiful country, and saw some different wildlife. But he introduced me to a fun thing called uh, not going after fat bellies. And so that's what the game wardens call the fish that come from the hatchery, or fat bellies, because they've been raised on these old fat belly pellets. And we went into a back area and were able to see some of the uh, natural, not fat belly fish, and they're not as big as the ones that have been raised on all the special hormones, but they are quite the little fighters. And so uh, that's something I think I'm going to dabble a little bit on of hiking in the backcountry with a little pole and just having some fun, do a little catch and release. Yeah, that, that's absolutely awesome. Anytime you get out there. And, you know, the other thing on hiking, um, you know, I've done a couple, last couple of weeks, I've been doing it every weekend, I'm doing a hike and uh, getting off the general trail or a fire road and actually talk, walking on the side hilling, the loose, man, 
you'll realize how much your ankles need to be supporting on that. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it's one thing to just go out and do a walk. I mean, you're down in Huntington beach. Right. I'd imagine walking uh, on the edge of the sand would just really wreck, you know, really yeah. build those things up. Yep. And that would be a good advantage for somebody like you. I'm up here against the mountains. So, you know, fortunately everything's burned to dirt. So I can just <laughs> grab a hitch, uh, grab any kind of a, uh, grab any, any kind of a, um, uh, um, hill, hill or ridge that I want and walk straight up it without having to go through any poison oak, poison ivy. And, and the small muscles in your legs really react to that. So I think that's important. And then, you know, you have to keep up the cardio, you have to keep up the weightlifting because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the sheep don't live in pastures. This isn't uh, yeah. a big fuzzy sheep over there in Wyoming. These, these are absolute monarchs of their domain. You know, when it rains, it snows, they don't leave. They, they tough it all out. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, folks, I want to thank my special guest, Rick Travis, the Doctor of Development at the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Check them out at crpa.org. Do not forget to grab your checkbook while you're doing that and send them some money to continue the fight. They're bringing up the roster lawsuit. That's going to be expensive, and it's important. So get off your couch and get in this fight. God bless you. And, uh, Rick, have a Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590. The answer.